You are listening to the Satellite Sisters Talk TV. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm here with my sister, Julie Dolan, who's in Dallas, Texas. We recap the CBS drama, Madam Secretary, every week. Well, every week that it's on the air. And this is the (laughs) third season finale. And Julie, they just threw it all in here. We had some great moments, some funny lines, some... It was an awesome show for Bess. It was. It was. A- it, it was. It was great. Leanne, I put on a special blouse this uh, today for this podcast uh, for the finale. I've just I've got some <laughs> ruffle thing going on here. <laughs> I just on the top. I've got nothing going on the bottom. Okay, <laughs> just got yoga pants on the bottom, but I have ruffles on the top to celebrate Article Five. The season finale filmed in uh, D.C. Yeah, I loved all the fresh fresh footage. You know, outside the White House, walking around the World War II monument. It, it was very good. Yeah, I thought they used the most of of the D.C. monuments in a fun way. You know, it really added to the show. This episode was written by uh, the show creator Barbara Hall, who we spoke to on Satellite Sisters, and directed by Eric Stoltz, uh, my crush from my teen years. So I'm glad. To, <laughs> so really had it all. And, and it did have it all. Like, Literally, it had it all. It managed to set up some new relationships and storylines for the future, which is good. Oh, and yes. And then unbelievably just stole headlines right from this week's news. Okay, we had mm-hmm. discussion of the dissolution of NATO and what NATO means to the world and peace and democracy. We had uh, we had scenes of Russian collusion in an election. Oh, <laughs> no. yeah. I know. Bags of euros. I like that, Liam. <laughs> we had suspicious business activity by a son in high places. I uh-huh. mean, that, I thought that was unbelievable. And then we had uh, news leaks by highly placed associates. We had those. We had First, those. How well, about, how about the false flag thing? I mean, well, I mean, even that as a, as a theme coming through, that was, that was good. I, I just feel like, like every theme. day we have a false flag now. I feel like, <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, Liam. If, if by false flag, you mean a New York Times news alert on your phone. Yeah. I mean, really, the only thing that was missing was Pippa's wedding. You know, if they had somehow had a vaguely royal wedding in the middle of this episode, it would have been a perfect recap of last week. But we did have a fussy French femme, which uh, which added to the show, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were some good America versus France scenes, which I think is just a funny foe for us to have France. But uh, funny, funny, haha, not funny, weird. But it was just a really good show for Madam Secretary herself. She had some blockbuster, like, conversational scenes. And then she had that great speech, you know, defending NATO. We got some history lessons from her out there in front of the World War II uh, memorial. I think it was basically her full Emmy nomination submission show. Like, that's it. Like... Yeah. They are they are bound and determined to get Taya Leone an Emmy nomination this year, and this was the show that they will submit uh, oh, to, to very do Very good analysis, Leanne. Okay. Yeah, good. she was really the star of the show this week. You know, mm-hmm. in other a couple of other episodes recently, you know, other people have sort of taken center stage, which we've enjoyed. But in the season finale here, it all came back to Bess, and Bess did what she needed to do. She saved NATO. She saved Bulgaria. And... <laughs> They were very happy. The Bulgarians were very happy, as you would be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. All right. So here are the storylines this week. Um, We start with Russia making moves on Bulgaria. For some reason, and we don't know why, France aligns with Russia, but we learn learn why. And then eventually, at the end of the show, Beth best saves NATO. So that's... (laughs) 
Fantastic. And they, all the members were crying. They were standing up and crying Lane, at the end of Bess's speech. That was uh, magnificent. I was also standing up and crying. So, uh, all right, here's the other storyline. Henry is sad. S-A-D. <laughs> Hen- Henry has a new gig, Julie, and it is not what you wished for him. He is yeah. not going back to academia. I it know. doesn't involve a tweed blazer with leather patches on the sleeve and a bullwhip. And some sort of Indiana Jones fantasy that I had in mind. No. no, he's doing. He's on like some team with generic people, doing all this stuff. What's Seal Seal Team Zero, <laughs> Leon? I don't know. You know, we'll just have to see. You know, he's just uh, he's up to. He's sort of dirty tricks. He's a fixer now. So yeah, we'll see what happens with Henry. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then in this episode, we had a lot of love is in the air, which we're all on board with. So we yes. had some great scenes with Bess and Henry trying to reconnect, uh-huh. plan a hot weekend with some good bedroom scenes there. You yeah, know, they're an enjoyable couple to watch. And for many, 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 many yes. reasons. Yes, they are, Lynn. Yes, they are. Okay. Then we had some great scenes with Nadine and Mike B. Like, and aren't you aren't you happy for Nadine? You know, the yes, single yes. hardworking uh, woman who's dedicated to her job that she gets, you know, I mean, OK, Mike B has some baggage there, but he's he's a pretty cute looking guy. Yeah. when You look at him, Leanne. Yeah. And I'm glad she's got a little action in her life. Yeah, yes. I'm happy for her, too. Very happy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there were some rough patches over the course of the show, but I'm very happy. Yes. I mean, she was having the affair with a married man, which, OK, yeah. let's let's OK. We're not going back there. No, okay. she's moving forward. And so can we, Julie. We yes. can do it. Uh, and then in all caps, I have Stevie and Dimitri. Oh, oh. sparks were flying. Oh. Just one smoldering look from Dimitri looking into Stevie, who looked, I mean, my gosh, could she have looked more beautiful no. in that scene? No. no. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, and well, we're, we're going to talk about it later, but goodbye, Jareth, the sort of <laughs> oh, yeah. pale oh. British physicist. Yeah, with bad teeth. It's, he's not going to make it. Okay. All right. Okay, so here let's let's go to the main storyline, and it's this best saving NATO. Uh, something's up with the Russians. The Russians are moving their uh, their Black Sea fleet. They're headed from Bulgaria, and uh, and this has this has everybody legitimately concerned because they said, oh, it's like another Crimea. So they're comparing it to a real world exercise here. But in this case, Bulgaria is a NATO nation, and so uh, so best needs to go and stay and go to Brussels where all things NATO happen. So right. One, one for all and all for one. Yes. I think this is a pretty safe theme for Madam Secretary. Russia is going to continue in real life. Yeah. It's going to continue to try to invade former countries of the Soviet Union. So this can be a, a, a reoccurring storyline. This week it's Bulgaria. Next week it could be Estonia. So yes, uh, serious matters here that requires NATO intervention. Right. And so Russell wants to send, quote, somebody with some brass balls. That's a Russell quote. And so he's sending in Bess instead of the ambassador, who he's very dismissive of the ambassador there in Brussels. She's supposed to invoke Article 5. I didn't know what that was. Why would you in the NATO treaty unless you were a diplomat? So basically an attack against one NATO nation is an attack against all NATO nations. And the idea is that they all have to stand together, that everyone has to vote yes. Uh, In the meantime, we have sort of a B storyline along the same theme, which once again, Nadine is charged with um, dealing with the family member whose child is overseas. 
overseas. In this case, a U.S. military officer who was in the Ukraine and was killed there and then was mistakenly buried in Russia, right? I I like these storylines because I think it's a good way to remember that all this diplomacy, all the, you know, flying around and meeting with dignitaries, there are individuals involved. And this was, you know, the individual story of somebody that, like gets caught, you know, in some diplomatic crossfire uh, and that ha- which, you know, really doesn't have anything to do, I think is a good way to, you know, it's, it's an important theme. So that's right. Cause I, it does that, really happen, you know, yes, that even though right. all the time that our state department is intervening on behalf of American citizens around the world, you know, in big ways and small ways, but in ways that really counts. So, um, so that's, uh, that's, I like that land. So, the, the, so that's sort of a subplot that's happening. And, and as you said, reminding Vest that these are big issues, but also individual issues. So off she goes to Brussels where she has a dramatic scene against Frenchie. It's just when I'm I had fussy French femme. Yeah, she was just, <laughs> she was just not cooperating, Leanne. No. I mean, Bess had really rallied pretty much everybody else in the room. But there was France, like, insisting on yet another draft of their resolution, you know. And Bess wasn't having it. You no. know, she wasn't going for this diplomatic stalling, this mumbo jumbo. And uh, she was... Uh, so she was very, you know, I, she was really hard on the French woman and she deserved it. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's fine. I am recording the show. I had to stop, <laughs> I had to stop for one second and make sure I was recording the show. Good. Uh, yeah. And so France threatens to withdraw from the council entirely. It could be the end of NATO without France. You know, all of Europe will fall. All of democracy will fall. And yet I did enjoy the French woman's hanging earrings. Very nice. And, uh. <laughs> Well, she is French. I mean, you know, she was going to bring a good accessory. Yes. But yeah, I, that, that really, you know, Beth was in a pickle. I mean, sometimes her very forceful style uh, creates situations. And I'm sure she was feeling kind of badly that she was in charge or, you know, of the collapse of NATO. That right. would make you feel bad. That's a bad day at the office, Liam. Right. So, but it's suspicious. Like, why would France do this? So they remember that Mike B, who is a political operative who sell his services to the highest bidder, uh, which sometimes is in the U.S. and other times not. They remember that Mike B. worked for the French elections and so uh, and and worked for the candidate that won but has some oppo research, blah, 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 or what, worked for the candidate that lost, but he has some oppo research. Steffi is really getting uh, worked up about, on this episode, but yeah. it's the season finale, so yeah, they- she's got to really bring it. <laughs> this will be the final time that you'll hear Steffi, you know, on this podcast for a while. So uh, come on, just keep barking, Steffi. Don't worry about it. So, so, and then there's a very funny scene when Mike B comes into the office where he and Nadine have that kind of sexy exchange of glances in the hallway. That was very charming. Oh yeah. I like that. And so uh, Mike B exposes the president of France's son. He said, oh yeah, well, here's what we learned that his older son is basically a crook, embezzled money, there's who's investigating him, the IMF or the yeah, Interpol. Yeah, that, Interpol is investigating yeah, Interpol. him, right? I guess the IMF doesn't investigate people. No. And uh, and so um, so that this is kind of this slippery, slimy information that Bess has to use to pressure the president of France to get back in line with NATO. And she does that. She threatens the president I, of France. I, I know. I mean, this is where, you know, I, I mean, Bess is not the character of Bess. 
she's she certainly has you know a lot of times she tries to strike the high moral ground but she is not above going going low Leon. you know right. and this was really a low move you know to to get on the phone and essentially threaten the president of france you know with some trash trash talk about his son so um that you know and she's maybe that's her cia background um but uh she's done this on on occasion so it gets to the complexity of the character yeah. yes yeah uh, she, and she is concerned about her legacy. She realizes she's not going to be in a stamp if she lets NATO fall apart <laughs> on her watch. But here's the deal. The president of France doesn't budge. He is, he, he is not, he, he's throwing his son under the bus, but why? And then we learn, but why? And it's because Russia interfered with the French elections and now he's beholden. He is Putin's puppet. He's Putin's yeah. puppet. No, yeah. he's Putin's puppet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So there is some exchanging of money in the backseat of a cab, which one of Henry's Russian contacts just happens to have a tape of. So of course, of course he does. To me, it didn't look like enough money to throw an election. I'm just saying, but, but whatever, maybe it was the first of many uh, payments. Uh, so, right. So in the meantime, um, you know, Bess has to, has to talk down the mother of the the soldier yeah. to not having a press conference and not threatening, uh, you know, and, and not not making the case against NATO and against protecting Bulgaria because it's going to be very damaging for Bess's chances to, you know, get NATO on board with this Article Five. And that was a very dramatic scene at the World War II Memorial where she's talking to the mother about the history of NATO. I, I thought that was a wonderfully written scene and clearly, you know, grounded in kind of an interest in what's happening now. So I love that scene. I thought it was great. I, I thought it was great. And again, it's that when you think about, you know, so many events in history, it's sparked by an individual incident, something that doesn't seem like it should blow up into, you know, the dissolution of NATO or, or something like that. So I, I, I enjoyed that scene too. And I, and I like that sort of you know, uh, underlining story to the bigger story of Russia invading Bulgaria. Yeah. Yeah. So in the meantime, Henry's got this new gig, which, you know, we'll only speak of briefly. He's on this sad team special. He had to take a test, Leon, to get yeah. on the sad team. Like, what kind of questions do you think they asked him on that on that quiz? I don't know. I don't know. He took the test Monday morning. And like by Monday afternoon, he was meeting with his, quote, generic team. And by Tuesday, he was in Canada, like, <laughs> like research, you know, shaking down Russians for information. And then by Wednesday, like Dimitri's in the house. So, uh, but, uh, it, but, uh, and now, so there's a little too much contact between professionally between Bess and Henry for me. I, I don't, I don't think they both need to be working on the same thing all the time, but, uh, they do figure out why France is beholden to Russia. Uh, and then there's a, a whole Nadine and Mike B subplot, like, oh my gosh, is he two-timing Nadine with a French woman? Is that his client? Is that this? There's, Nadine is sleuthing on Mike B, and he is not amused by that at all. But 
he has a, you know, a good scene with Bess where he explains where his loyalties lie. And then he goes and does Bess's dirty work. He, you know, leaks the information uh, so that it is can be used in a way that won't be tracked back to the U.S. State Department. And then there's that fantastic NATO vote scene where Bess, like, has her moment and everyone stands up and there are tears and they're supporting each other. And Frank, I know she takes she takes out a postcard from her uncle. Okay, it was it was beautiful. Okay, I mean it was uh, it was just a lovely scene. And who knows if that was you know if Bess really had an uncle or whether that was just a CIA ploy. But it all worked. It was greatly. (laughs) When you said if Bess really had an uncle, I was like, well, she's a fictional character, Julie. I don't. (laughs) Not to me, Liam. Not to me. But we did have an uncle who died in World War yes, II. Yes, yes, so, we did. Yes, so yes, that's did. why I, yeah, I thought that scene was particularly touching. You know that I was like, I was doing the math, and I was like, well, that would actually work. Yes, if you are, if you are Taya Leone's age, you would have had an uncle who would have died uh, in World War II. That works, and uh, and and everybody votes that they're going to stand with NATO, and then Fr- France abstains, which is fine. That that means NATO will stand. They can defend Bulgaria, and then back at the State Department, they they all get a little tipsy, He's just celebrating NATO. <laughs> That's a bunch of won- wonks, isn't it? They're just like woohoo, NATO, let's go party. <laughs> that made me laugh. But then we had that. Very touching scene. She is able uh, with the president of Russia. They do some wheeling and dealing. That's Bess's where she's the best on Skype and uh, wheeling and dealing with international leaders. And she does get the remains of the U.S. soldier back. And he's buried at Arlington National Cemetery. And that, you know, always there's a tear nothing, There is nothing more dignified, more sorrowful, more – it chokes me up every time I see it, you know, fictional or real – um, the military funeral and then the presentation of the American flag to, in this case, to the mother of the fallen so- soldier. It was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, so that that was really lovely. Yes. All right. So and now in the romance front, uh, OK, Bess is starts off right in the very beginning and the in the kitchen scene. She wants to go away for the weekend to this like cabin in the woods where the family used to go when they were little and they loved playing board games by firelight. And, you know, it is never good to try to recreate those family moments. Right. That's usually a big backfire. Don't <laughs> that you say, is going to be a big disaster. I could see it. I could see that she was I even before any of the kids weighed in. I knew they were they weren't going to like that. You know, it sounded like a really bad idea. I it mean, you have a think- great family moment. Just savor it, you know, yeah. just move on and try something else. Don't try to go back. Don't, you know. Yeah. And the kids basically tell her that. No, even Henry's like, no Wi-Fi, no this, no electricity. Nope. No, we're not going yeah. there. Forget. But she hangs with it. So then Henry promises, you know, oh, okay, well, maybe we'll have a romantic weekend. We haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> okay. Okay, was, Henry. Good. I was thinking, I don't think my husband has ever said that to me. So... <laughs> <laughs> of course he has, Leon. Of course he has. So we're all for that. We're we're hoping for that. But I also thought, like, it must literally be impossible to plan a vacation if you're the Secretary of State. Like, you don't, right? Okay, that was a little kooky. That here they are staying in the cabin with no electricity, no Wi-Fi, no heat. 
But of course, they have the giant uh, suburbans full of uh, Secret Service people right outside. I was like, where are those guys? What are they going to do? Where are they going to sleep tonight? You know, so. I didn't even think about that. Okay. And then we had Mike B and Nadine. We've already mentioned it, but worth mentioning several things again. First of all, that scene of da- with Daisy and Nadine where they were, Daisy's like, what do you mean you haven't Googled him? You haven't done your own oppo research on Mike B. I love the way how great B.B. Newer's legs looked in that scene. Did you notice that? Like Eric Stoltz, yeah, Eric Stoltz did her a solid with that direction of that scene. <laughs> yeah, just keep dancing, Leanne, because yeah. it pays off. Yes. Well, I love the whole whole way that Daisy sort of sussed out that, you know, that um, Nadine was getting some action. It was just a little, you know, a little eye contact be- between her and Mike B. That was all that Daisy needed to to call a conference in an elevator with Nadine and get to the bottom of it, right? And mm-hmm. that was yeah. that was good. I'm glad they're I'm glad they're sort of good girlfriends in the office. Yes. And then we had just that moment between uh, Stevie and Dimitri, but it was worth it. Because I have to say, in the beginning of that scene, you know, Henry brings Dimitri in. He's Okay, the Russian... bing, 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 bing. Uh, the alarm bells are going off, Leanne. Kind of a security risk yeah. to bring, uh, you know, yeah. a now sort of exposed, affected spy into the home of the Secretary of State. But yeah. far be it for me. I mean, I, I would like them to tighten up the security on this show. They are not heeding <laughs> my uh, warnings. Right. That's exactly what I wrote in my note. And then I thought, really, they're eating Chinese food, too. I don't know. Something about that, like trying to discuss complex geopolitical ideas, like with chopsticks in your hand. I That seemed like a lot. But then, bing, 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 Stevie walked in. I'm like, oh, now I get it. They had to have Dimitri in the house so they could have this moment. And Dimitri has grown his hair out. The results are spectacular. Whoa. Yeah. They're so, Dr. So. Chivago. That's what I wrote down in my notes, Leanne. <laughs> he is a touch of Omar Sharif. Whoa. Yeah. He is, yeah, he's got that. He's yeah. got the like the dark, smoldering Russian soul, you, yeah. you, you know. And just and there was Stevie in the little ribbon choker, the black midi, with her hair done so beautifully. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that's exciting for season four. Like that is definitely something to look forward to because Stevie going off and marrying the pale British physicist, that nothing is sexy about that. Unless, as I thought, he was a spy. He was a double agent. But I so. Well, maybe Dimitri will uncover uh, uh, Jarrett's double agency. Uh Maybe, maybe, maybe he won't. Uh I think the writers are going to ponder that over the summer. Over the summer on their break. Uh, all right. And that's it. That wrapped, that wrapped the season. You know, it was a nice little button. Bess had a real victory. She saved NATO. We had these good storylines. And, uh, you know, Henry's getting around better. That's nice to see. And then they did. Finally, they went to the cabin. Oh, all the kids are there. And they're playing, you know, board games by firelight. So that was a nice moment. Excellent nice. season. Good job, Madam Secretary. Unbelievable that you were able to nail so many of these, you know, actual <laughs> storylines. Right, right. Um, I, mean, okay. I mean, the writers will not be taking off the summer land. There is just too much going on in the world. Oh, okay? that's true. Like, right. Yeah, so right. they'll just have to. Right. Uh, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential topics out there for certain. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. In our binders full of blouses, wrapping up season three. First of all. Nadine's date outfit goes to the office. I mean, 
Rawr. She yeah. didn't even go home and change out of that leopard print sweater thing. No, I mean she that animal prints that was that was working. She's you know, she, she was she was fine with that. So I like that. And then uh, Daisy's still with the cute dresses and pregnancy. They're still. I know she's yeah. getting bigger yeah. and going bolderly. And, yeah. You know, used to tell you when you were pregnant, little prince, tiny prince, like Laura Ashley. No, no, I Daisy going in the opposite direction and having such a positive effect big, bold prints on, on her as she's becoming more pregnant. So I like that, Leanne. As befitting our binders full of blouses, I would say Bess just had one knockout blouse after another on the show. She really went with the blouse, the jacket look throughout her yes. many trips to Brussels back. You know, a lot of flying. <laughs> A lot of flying, a lot yeah, of blouses. I mean, again, she was in the time capsule yeah. going back and forth to uh, to Brussels. So we'll just say that. I also liked her use of the Madeleine Albright pin. Yes. When she went to NATO meetings, she had that American Eagle pin thing on that uh, Madeleine Albright and various other um, high-ranking female uh, diplomats have always worn. And then I just had pin mania because a lot of them there in the NATO meeting had pins on. So it was good to sort of identify what country they were from. It's helpful. It's helpful. Get yourself a pin. If you're going abroad, get yourself a pin. Uh, so, yeah, now what are we going to do, Julie? Now we have to watch the actual news. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, I know, Liam. <laughs> Where it's all still going on. Russia is invading other countries. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's yes. money laundering happening uh -huh. in Cyprus daily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All righty. France, wacky election. Yeah, I know. It's all, it's all happening. It's... Go. Please come back. We can't wait for you to come back, I think is a fair thing to say, Madam yeah. Secretary. Please. Come back sooner if you can yes. Yes. to provide us with an alternative to our actual reality. All right. Uh, this was a fun season, Joy. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for everybody who has stuck with us and has discovered Satellite Sisters through our Madam Secretary recaps. Uh, we do do a show every Tuesday, Satellite Sisters. You can find it at Apple Podcasts. You can find it at SatelliteSisters.com, at Stitcher really almost any app where you listen to podcasts, you can find Satellite Sisters there. Uh, this week on the show, we talk about uh, the terrible events in Manchester. Uh, we talk about uh, the, the glory that was Pippa Middleton's wedding to distract us from a bunch of stuff. We have a lot of entertainment reporting going on, everything from a discussion with the producer of the new Wonder Woman movie to, uh, you know, some a discussion about the TV show Blackish. Uh, Julie, you have a, some, a report on Deborah Tannen's new book about about um, how women talk to their friends, right? You're the only one I can tell. And of course, an, uh, a preview of what will certainly be an outstanding mini sequel to Love Actual. So, <laughs> so you don't want to miss, actually, so you don't want to miss that. As well as Leon, we are going to have, uh, we're going to be talking about chowder soaked toast. Uh, and <laughs> you just don't want to miss that uh, discussion. I noticed that Madam Secretary, that's what she was making for breakfast for, uh, for Henry. Best was uh, attempting to make toast in the opening scene. So, <laughs> so it's really the toast zeitgeist. Yes, it really. is. It is. All right. We're the Satellite Sisters. Have a great week. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. BarkBox, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Steffi is thrilled having her own special URL. It's a victory, really, for rescue dogs everywhere, Julie, I like to think. <laughs> so. It certainly is, Liam. <laughs>